Hey. It's okay. I was a friend of your grandmother's. We were kids together. You know who I am, right? Yes. Who am I? You're the dear lady. Yes. Do you know what I do? You kill boys? Wrong. I kill bad men. Yo, what's up, everybody? Hey, this is uh, Russell Sun Eagle and Tyler Randall. I'm from Oki Podcast, and Tyler's from Skoden Cinema. This is going to be our second episode for the Unsolved Mysteries of the Reservation, and we got Chris Hill right here, right now. Mudo! So, this is like, we did the first episode with Bigfoot, talking about Bigfoot, and now today we're talking about... Dear woman. <laughs> or sometimes at night I say DW. <laughs> <laughs> we do have to note that this is being recorded during the day. Yeah, we're in the daytime. Right? Because yeah. there are stories that uh, you are not allowed to share uh, after dark. And uh, I also want to say uh, congratulations because the first episode of this was a pretty smashing success. Um, mm. we, we've had a lot of downloads. We've had a lot of awesome feedback. And so um, we just sort of decided that since we had such a, a positive reaction uh, to that first episode, we could just make this sort of like a regular thing. Mm. So we're, we're excited to bring this to you. Yeah, the first one was kind of like a, a test. Test. So you passed, Chris? No, just kidding. <laughs> First test I ever passed. No. <laughs> so, all right. Um, I'm going to just start with the only thing that I've heard. Because <laughs> uh, I wasn't, I'm not too, I mean, I've just heard of it. It's just like a, a story that I've always heard. Um, and then I'm going to let you guys sort of take over because um, this is more in your wheelhouse, I believe. But uh, just being Muskogee Creek, the only uh, thing that I had heard about uh, Dear Woman was uh, she's sort of like a like a, a succubus, I guess would be the right word to use, maybe, or like a soul sucker, uh, somebody that you meet, um, you come across, and wherever you're at, <laughs> uh, and she's like a beautiful woman. Um, she's just like the perfect shape. She's just. Every, every the person that you have dreamed about and uh, just perfect in every way other than having hooved feet and that she conceals her feet so that um, if you're ever at like a bar, whether you're at like a pool pool house or whatever, mm-hmm. always try to look at her feet, um, but she tries to conceal those. Um, but the story that I've heard is that she becomes like an obsession uh, to, to a man in that you, that she will consume every thought um that she sort of becomes like a uh, a muse or like i said will sacrifice his 
children before you know trying to find her it's like chasing a dragon so to speak um where it's just all that you can think about it's all that you are focused on you can lose your job you can lose your house you're just trying to find that woman again so that's the story that that i've heard but i'm gonna let chris take over because i think he has (laughs) a lot more insight uh, on this subject than i do so all righty, I sure appreciate you guys for having me here. I just want to say that, you know, right off the bat. And I want to thank all the listeners uh, that uh, made this possible. You know, again, uh, I know you guys, you know, could be listening to a thousand different podcasts out there. And, you know, again, you, you, you helped us out like that. And it seems like wherever I go, you know, someone's mentioning it. So, again, I just want to thank everybody out there. In that good way and and you know again uh, i sure appreciate it um <clears throat> you know there's several stories you know about deer woman amongst the tribes you know all through uh uh the americas and you know even canada and alaska they got you know uh stories about her and uh some of the stories are are kind of similar to one another and some of them are very different you know and uh like you were saying, you know, uh, she is a, a, a supernatural being, you know, and so today, you know, I might, you know, just go over just a few stories that kind of give you the, the history uh, of the, the deer woman. And, um, you know, one of the short ones, you know, I've heard that, you know, a long time ago, you know, she was a beautiful Indian girl. You know, and, you know, she was traveling, and this was during, you know, old times. And she was traveling from one one tribe to another, you know, uh, I guess visiting relatives, I guess you might say. And, you know, they said uh, these uh, men folks came up and and uh, attacked her, you know, and, and, uh, and uh they left her there to die in this this uh field and uh as the story goes you know um this deer came and it was a young deer and it was a uh we call it a female deer anyway she came and and saw this young girl you know she was you know all bloody and, and about ready to pass away so she put her body around that girl, you know, to kind of help her, you know, show her, you know, that love, you know, before she leaves this world. Anyway, to make a long story short, she uh, passed away. But when she passed away, they was, they told me that that spirit of that deer, you know, kind of helped her. And so, you know, they said, you know, this course, this girl was angry, and uh, she uh, wanted revenge. You know, for these guys that you know did that to her, and she made a deal with that deer spirit. And anyway, to make a long story short, there's much detail to this because it, you know, to this tribe, you know, again, it has a lot of supernatural things to it. But anyway, to make a long story short, she she made that deal with that deer spirit. And uh, that's how she kind of come about. And that's why supposedly she attacks 
men folks, you know, because of the things that she did, they did to her. And she's always after the ones that are kind of mean, you know, the ones that, you know, want to take women off and, and uh, do bad things to them. And, you know, she's the one that kind of, I don't know how you say, takes revenge for these ones. You know, even the ones that, you know, they used to say used to uh, uh, kidnap them, you know, and, and murder them. You know, she would be the one that kind of came. And that's when sometimes these families would be upset because someone did that to their, you know, daughter or mother or sister or aunt. That's who they called upon, you know, to uh, get that revenge amongst a few of those northern tribes. And that That's what they told me what, what was the original story it was kind of like a witching story you know that's how she come about you know and then there are some tribes you know they have a story kind of similar to that you know uh you had a a, a girl that was kind of uh how you say rebellious you know kind of didn't want to do good things and kind of learned you know how to do certain things and uh Anyway, uh, she basically witched somebody, and uh, they uh, took revenge, you know, and, and, you know, in those old ways, you know, sometimes it was a real battle, that supernatural battle. Anyway, you know, she passed on, but because she kind of, I don't know how you say, you know, again, you know, Indians had a good philosophy of good and evil. You know, a good, good creator and an evil spirit. And this girl made a, a deal with that evil spirit, you know. And this evil spirit gave her that ability to be who she is. And again, you know, he had to transform her in a certain way. But he also gave her powers to do, like you were saying, to not only get them by the looks but to make them want her you know drive them insane you know and and you know because she knew those medicine ways you know she was able to do other things you know so again that you know that 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 stores from more of your southwest type natives you know and, and again you know the those are old, old stories, you know, and uh, the one I'm getting ready to tell, I mean, unless you guys got any questions on those. So is that the originate, or like where she's from in Southwest? Well, Originated, know, I guess? Yeah, originated is where no, I'm looking for. Well, no, like I was saying, you know, those northern tribes had their mm-hmm. version of the story. Mm-hmm. And, and then the Southwest had their own version. Mm-hmm you know, of how it came to be, you know, but, you know, one of those episodes, uh, I talked about that cursed world, mm-hmm. you know, there's a lot of stories of people being bound to this earth or being punished in a certain way. And to me, it kind of goes, you know, I kind of understand their version and these guys' versions, but the version I'm getting ready to tell is an old Muscogee story of her. 
But anyway, I hope that answers your question. Yeah. So it's just been all over. I didn't. Yeah. I kind of just thought it was here in Oklahoma. Yeah, yeah, and like I said, you know, other tribes have have uh, you know interesting stories, you know, of the creation of of this being or or the one that you know kind of terrorizes in their area. And so to me, it, it, it really makes sense. And, um, you know, very few tribes, you know, have a story like I'm getting ready to tell. You know, they, Muskogee's, you know, we had a lot of different stories, and this was one of them. And um, the story goes, you know, a uh, long time ago, uh, our, uh, our uh, I don't know what you would call them, uh, you know, I refer to them as seers, but you're, I don't know how you say, psychics or whatever, your, your prophets, mm-hmm. you know, they were prophesizing things. But anyway, the creator came and told them, you know, uh, before this trail of tears happened that, you know, your people's going to be, you know, have to go through this uh, sacrifice. It's going to be many years. But, you know, you, you, if you hold on to your language and customs and, and your love for me, you know, at the end, if you show me that you, you truly love me and you're going to hang on to these things that I gifted you, you know, you're going to survive. And he made a warning to these prophets and these medicine men and these seers that, you know, the sacred things that he gifted us that wasn't used to be put on man. I don't want you using these things because you're going to have to go through this, these trials and tribulations. Anyway, uh, of course, the trail of tears happened, and, you know, there's a lot of bad things, you know, and a lot of hate, you know, even today, you know, natives still hate what has happened you know and which is good good reason you know um but anyway during this trail of tears you know they were marching them down you know a lot of families didn't make it you know even you know creeks had big families back then you know sometimes only one member of that family made it all the way here you know it was a brutal trail and um Anyway, you know, on that trail, you know, some of these people got so angry, so fed up, they started using things on their, on their, uh, what do you call it, their uh, ones that prisoned them. Uh, I know there's a word for it, but I can't think of it right now, but anyway, they're the ones that took them as prisoners and marching them down, you know, this, these, uh, uh, military people, you know, was walking them down. They start using things on them and they did it so often and so much, you know, God came down and said, you know, all you guys that did what I told you not to do, I'm going to curse you and you're not going to be living and you're not going to be dead. You're, you're bound to walk this earth, you know, and he transformed them into half animal, half human, which majority of, well, they turned into half deer and half human. And 
because of that, you know, they seek revenge to, uh, cause they're angry at God or the creator. And, you know, they always say, you know, these things go to Indian functions, you know, these old Indian functions and they go and, and they try to take souls, you know, so when this beautiful woman attracts this squirrely guy off, you know, not only does she eat him, but she'll capture his soul and vice versa. You know, if you got, you know, a girl always looking for guys, you know, and that one comes across, he's going to attract her out. And, uh, you know, he's, again, he's going to, you know, kill her and, you know, take her spirit. And, uh, it traps them. And so when you die that way, you know, they used to say there was a certain ceremony if they knew that's how you died, you know, to take care of those things. Now, again, you know, I I don't know who and what, you know, where you could get that kind of information today, you know. But anyway, that was the original story with the creeks and it wasn't just a dear woman but it was a dear man and you know like Russell you know I know you had that question you know but uh you know a lot of tribes they had stories like that about you know people being cursed and having to stay on this world and uh a lot of times when the creator punished you, you know, he transformed you into something, you know, very not so good, I guess. And, um, for example, uh, there's a story of, uh, up north and in the Canada area, uh, Calgary, I believe, uh, they talk about, you know, a long time ago, there was a, a young man, he was apprentice of a medicine man up that way. Anyway, you know, he started learning things. And he began to uh, uh, kind of waver from that way of life. And uh, like I mentioned before, you know, these medicine people a long time ago, there were strict rules if you were going to learn to make medicine. And that was across the board with all these tribes. There was a certain way of life you had to live to learn these medicine songs and all the things that went along with it. And this young guy, you know, he was young and, you know, he seen a chief's wife. And boy, he's looking at her like fried bologna. No. (laughs) But uh, he made that with the... Like those northern tribes say, that elk medicine for her, you know, wooed her, took her away from that chief and broke his heart, sitting there crying, singing those nine songs all night. No, but uh, anyway, you know, he he knew, that chief knew that what has taken place. So, you know, one, he went to his medicine people, his personal medicine people and you know, told them situation, they looked at it. So they made an offering to the creator, you know, and, and uh, made medicine. And 
creator heard their cries. And they came, he came down. He warned that young man, don't be doing this anymore. That medicine wasn't meant for that. Weren't meant for you to steal another uh, man's wife. You'd be a warrior, you know, earn yours. Well, anyway, you know, he kind of straightened up for a little bit. And got a little bit older, but not wiser. You know, and uh, he ran across another married woman, you know, and, and he made that medicine, called her to him. And um, again, you know, this person, you know, had people, you know, back in the day, you know, they all had their own people. And again, you know, those people, you know, did the offering and made that prayer to the creator, and, you know, and tried to help this young man out, you know, and the one that got his woman stolen. Creator come back down and said, all right, I done warned you once, and this is my last warning. Don't do it again. He said, this time I'm going to punish you a little bit. He said, you know, I'm going to kind of distort your face just a little bit to mark you. And uh, so you'll know that I'm serious. And so, of course, this guy, he kind of straightened up for a little bit. You know, started quit doing those things. But, you know, as nature is, you know, sometimes guys just can't get away. And he saw another one that was hooked up with somebody. And, you know, he finally did it again. And... Same thing happened, you know, these people went, you know, made that good medicine, you know, broke broke that spell, asked God to, or the creator to come down and, and help, and he did. And creator come down and, you know, said, okay, you know, that this is my third and final warning. He said, from this day on, you're going to be cursed to walk this earth half man and half human. And, uh, he uh, turned him half buffalo on top because his stubbornness, but, you know, and then the bottom part of him is man. And, you know, he was cursed to walk this earth, and they say he roams those Canada areas, and he devours, you know, people that don't stay at those dances, you know, or those ceremonies that they have up there. He'll, you're out there playing when you should be in there, taking care of business they say he'll get you and he'll take your take your spirit they'll say they'll hear your spirit cry all the way up to the skies and then it'll disappear and you'll be gone so there's stories like that you know and uh there's a lot of stories out there by many tribes you know that that have you know different stories you know, just like that, you know, they uh, have that cursed world, and that's what I call it, the cursed world. But there's actually, you know, uh, they call it the evil one or the evil spirit. You know, if you translate from all these other tribes, that's what they used to call them. You know, you had creator, which every tribe understands that's God. You know, they might have different names for him. But, you know, uh, 
basically he was the creator you know creator of all things even good and evil and this evil spirit you know again he has his name too so Whoa. yeah i have no doubt that like any of these stories are like i mean i know that they're true because there's you hear like you said there's similar stories coming from all parts of north america from canada I'm sure they have it down south in Mexico. I mean, you know Southwest, Pacific Northwest, up there in the eastern coastline up there. Do you think that everybody, like all the, the tribes are sort of linked together with, like you were talking about, like that curse world and that, that good spirit world? Like this, it seems like common knowledge for all tribes. Or do you think that's where these stories come from? Well, my understanding... You know, uh, um, I would answer that question, yes, you know, because, again, you know, like I said, it's, it's not even an Indian thing. You know, it's a ancient people thing. You know, whites, blacks, Asians, you know, everyone had an actual belief of good and evil. And, you know, to me, it, it only makes sense. You know, even people that don't really have a religion, they know what's good and what's bad, you know. So it's just, to me, it's human nature to have that philosophy. Even if you don't believe in a supernatural, you know, uh, world. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah, that's crazy. <laughs> hey, I know, <clears throat> I know one story. You might know it. You might know it, too. I think you were with us when I told it. Yeah, I think we were talking about, about the one in Oto. Talk about Elbow Woman, too. Oh, yeah, that <laughs> one's crazy. But the one Deer Woman story I know is like... Isaiah told a similar one from a Woodland football game. But it's... I don't know if it's like just the, the story to tell and everybody's just kind of putting their own spice to it. But the one I heard when I was a kid was like... It was at, I think, Oto Powell, I believe... You know how it's down there in that bottom part of across from the tribe. Like it, it just well, it's not scary there anymore because they have lights there now. But man, back in the day, it was like dark. Like it was dark. Like if you weren't in the arena, like everywhere else was like dark. So it was pretty scary. But they were talking about like <clears throat> I think it was my aunt or my uncle was telling a story at my house, and then she they were like. Yeah, there's like this powwow going on, and then um, there's like this beautiful woman there that like everybody was just like hypnotized by, I guess. Like, just like, damn, she's so beautiful and everything. Anyways, like, she had on some kind of, I don't know if it was like a regalia or what. She had, well, she did have regalia on, but I don't know if it was like jingle dress or like buckskin. It was just whatever. And anyway, she went out. It's like a special, I think. And then she was dancing with the head man. And then everybody just, like, couldn't get over, like, how beautiful she was. Like, everybody was, just, like, just in awe. And then, like, I think somebody, like, looked down and, like, she had the hooves when she was dancing. And then somebody shouted that. And then she, like, just started, like, running off, like, hopping off and, like, like a deer and went off into that wooded area. And then when I said that, like, Isaiah's like, yeah, we got that. It's like the same thing as, like, a football game. 
this like woman was there and I don't know if you're familiar with the field at Woodland. They got that wall. Anyway, she said like somebody did the same thing. Like, like she's got hooves. And so when she heard that, like she took off and she jumped over that wall, just bounced up and wove that wall. And I was like, huh? I was like, well, like I assume it's real, but (laughs) but it just sounds similar to because the Oto one is like hopping over fences and stuff. <laughs> she's here. Oh shit. Yo, oh, <laughs> summoned her. Bang, she's here. <laughs> All right, yeah, false yeah. alarm was we're, not We're was, back. Was the UPS That man? was weird. <laughs> the strange coincidence. But I have to ask, did, did you get a good look at his feet? He was gone before I, when I looked outside. Oh. <laughs> yep, somebody smoked me. <laughs> Brought my Yeezys. Hey. Fake Yeezys. <laughs> you know, you, you was telling that story, oh, you know, and, um, boy, I, I think I had to go to the O again. No. But, <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. But, no, I've heard s- similar stories in that area. You know, the one I really like to hear is the one that the Ponkas have, kind of similar to that. Mm-hmm. They said after Ponka Powwow one one year, this was way back, I guess in the fifties, fifties or sixties, something like that. And anyway, they said after the dance, you know, everybody was getting their chairs, and you know, some of those singers they started singing some nine songs, you know, out there, you know, and they were jamming, but nobody was really dancing because it looked like it was getting ready to storm, you know, it started sprinkling off and on, and had those real dark clouds and stuff and anyway i was told that uh uh they were sing started those nine songs did that startup song and you know they started going on and uh they said you know while people was picking up their chairs and you know getting getting ready to leave and stuff uh they seen this uh a beautiful lady with the most keenest shawl you'd ever see and she come dancing out there. Boy, she was really getting it, you know. And and uh, she started singing along with them, you know. And they said, you know, you could hear her voice. Her voice was very melodious. You know, just a beautiful sound, beautiful singer. So everybody started noticing her, you know, who this lady was. You know, who they wanted to know who she was, you know. And, mm-hmm. and uh, they were looking and then... Suddenly, um, somebody said, like you said, look at her feet, you mm-hmm. know, and and uh, about that time, you know, everybody started, you know, sighing and go, ooh, you know, because they noticed she did have hooves. Mm-hmm. And, uh, of course, she did her, she said that she danced for just a little bit longer and a big old lightning bolt hit. And knocked the power out at that power grounds for just uh, about three or four seconds. But when the lights come back on, she was gone. Whoa. <laughs> Dang. And I thought that was the coolest. But, uh, you know, those punkas got a lot of stories about her, you know. And, and I did an event a while back over there at Ponca. And uh, I was told not to tell any stories about her. You know, and but you know what? 
I had her show up. She actually showed up and uh, told some stories. Well, I don't know if it was her, but she told their version, you know, kind of similar version of the creation of the deer woman. And uh, I thought that was so cool because afterwards, nobody really knew who she was. You know, mm. and I thought, like, damn, maybe that was a real one. But uh, she, well, she was all dressed up. She had these little horns and these little hoof, uh, hoof print. Uh, they looked like hooves, you know, but I knew they were shoes. I hope they were shoes. But anyway, they looked like shoes. And, you know, I posted that picture on Facebook because. I thought that was so awesome. She came out left field, you know, and and uh, then she left, and nobody seen her the rest of the night. So, whoa! Uh, and I even recorded her telling that uh, orig- original story of uh, their version mm-hmm. of the Deer Woman. So that's that's on my Facebook page. So if you guys want to hear that? Better look at it and check it out. But anyway, I thought that was pretty cool. Before she takes it down. No, before it disappears. But I'll give you a word of warning. When you do watch it, make sure you be careful because you you might get your face twisted. No. (laughs) 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 Or at least your uns. Get that doorbell ring again. (laughs) But no, uh, you know, again, you know, when it comes to these these beings you know a lot of a lot of tribes have stories about about her and i've got a personal story if you guys want to hear it absolutely but it's gonna cost you guys <laughs> today only no let's get but, uh, I mean, you guys better list out there listening you better light that cedar right now I'm going to tell you a true story that happened to me. I was a young man at that time. I was in my early 30s. And uh, I went up to Iowa. Iowa, And uh, there was a dance going on up there. And I had some relatives from Seminole Color Guard go up there. And they invited me to go up there and check it out. And, you know. I ain't seen those guys in a long time, so went over there to hang out with them, and <clears throat> they asked me to pass out some flyers, you know, at the at that dance, you know, and at this uh, powwow grounds. Uh, if you can picture this, it had kind of like these iron parking lot posts, you know, around the arena or kind of around the powwow ground area. I mean. And people would park out there, you know, and that's where you would go so far to park. Well, anyway, this was middle of summer, and it was hot, and, you know, it was, uh, it was almost grand entry time, so it was towards the evening time. And so the sun was about to set, you know, it was going down, and they were getting ready to have grand entry, but my, my relatives asked me if they were having an event in Oklahoma that, they wanted to get the word out, so they asked me if I could go around pass out some flyers, and I said, yeah, I'll do that. I'll be more than happy to, and I'll start walking around, start passing out flyers, and by that time, there were so many people at this, this powwow, at this dance, and by the time I was done, I was I was pretty tired out and sweaty and hot and hungry, and so I sat on that, those, uh, 
that uh, parking lot little iron bars that marked off the area, powwow area. So I sat down there and I was watching the sun set and um, this beautiful Indian girl come up to me. She was, I'd say she's around my age, but she was real pretty. I mean, beautiful. Anyway, she sat beside me. She didn't say anything at first. And uh, then she asked me, you know, where, where I'm from and, you know, what I'm doing up here. And, you know, I told her I'm from Oklahoma, but, you know, uh, I'm just up here, you know, supporting some of my relatives. You know, they come up, were invited to come bring in the colors. And uh, so, you know, I come up and they just, you know, they're good bunch of guys but you know I'm, I'm up here with them and and when I was talking to her I don't know if it was the heat I can't say what what it was but you know you see in those horror movies you know where people's face kind of changes mm-hmm. from human to like a real distorted face a real kind of scary looking face and it kept doing that, you know, while we were talking. And uh, it kept doing that. And so I kind of got kind of nervous. So I stopped looking at her. I stopped looking at the dance arena because, you know, people were getting ready for grand entry. And there was a lot of business going on, a lot of people, you know, gathering here and there. And Anyway, she goes, I want to uh, introduce you to some people. And I said, oh, yeah, we're at. And you know, she pointed towards the woods. And she grabbed me by my hand. And she got up. And, you know, she was pulling me. I don't know. After seeing her face, you know, kind of change like that. You know, I, I knew something wasn't right. You know, even when she first walked up to me and sat down beside me, I just had this weird feeling like, you know, something wasn't right. Anyway, you know, she kept trying to get me, you know, and I said, no, I got to go and check on my relatives, you know, see if they need any help, you know, or whatever. Finally, I I broke away from her, and I I ran to my relatives. They they had a little camp not too far from where I was sitting. I went over there, and I kind of told one of my oldest relatives over there, and I told them, you know, kind of what happened, and there was a... a uh, child policeman that was visiting with them, like, you know, I guess they was old military buddies, and but he was a tribal police, you know, at this reservation. And um, anyway, he heard me telling that story, and he said, "Well, did you look at her feet?" I said, "No, I said I couldn't look at her feet. I was too busy. Her face kept, you know, it was just weird. It was just, just." gave me the creeps, you know, it was so, I don't know, powerful when I seen her face kind of go alter, you know, back and forth, back and forth. And he goes, where was she? And about that time, I seen her kind of go into the woods. So he called all his, uh, uh, some of his uh, tribal police crew that was there. He told them to go after her and they went. And they looked for her in those woods, but I guess, you know, they couldn't find her. You know, she disappeared out there. And uh, 
they came back and they told me, you know, around these parts, you know, we believe in this dear woman. And he said, you know, if that ever happens to you again, you know, uh, look at their feet. But he said, we've got strong ways up here. And he said, what you just experienced is a supernatural being. And he said, if it's okay with you and your relatives, you know, I want you to come see our people and have them take care of this for you. Anyway, uh, I talked to my, my cousin. He said, yeah. He said, you better go, you know, because we don't know, you know. And He said, I trust this guy. I served in the military with him, and I know he wouldn't do anything, you know, to hurt you. You know, so he, everybody went with me, you know, to this, this, uh, old man's house after this powwow was over with. And, you know, of course, you know, he kind of told me the same thing. He said, you know, these are supernatural beings. We strongly believe them up here. And, um, he said, I'm gonna, I'm gonna smoke you off and I'm gonna give you something to take back with you. He said, just in case, he said, cause Sometimes this being will make you call you, call you in your dreams. You know, anytime you kind of sit there and, you know, wander off in your mind, she's going to be there. And it can make you sick, you know, almost drive you insane. So I said, okay. So I, I did, you know, what he asked. I was respectful, you know, gave him gifts, you know, for doing this. And we went back to Oklahoma. And I did. I, I truly, honestly say, I don't know if it was because of the heat or what. But, you know, again, this, this situation really troubled me. And uh, I did have dreams, you know, of seeing her. And it was almost like every night, you know. And so, you know, being Muskogee, you know, we got people too. So I went to go see my relatives at the grounds. And uh, I told my uncle, uh, you know, what had happened. You know, I was up there and, you know, and what took place. And he said, yeah, he said, we, we, we have stories of her too down here. And um, so he said, well, what we'll do is, you know, we'll wash you off and, and, uh, he said, I'm going to give you something, you know, and it's going to stop all that. But, you know, he said, every now and then, you know, this thing will will be latched on to you. So, you know, might be 10, 20 years, but you'll you'll think of it every now and then. And he said, when you do, he said, you use this certain medicine to take care of those things. But anyway, you know, uh once in a great while, out of nowhere, I still picture or have that image in my dreams. And when I wake up, it's like I, in these dreams, are so vivid that you can even smell and taste the air. And then, you know, again, I remember my cousin saying, or my uncle, I mean, my uncle saying, you know, she's going to be trying to call you, call you back, 
you know so again you know going along with what you're what you were told uh i i truly believe that you know and and so again that was my personal uh experience like that dang dang. whoa i've never had a experience or anything yeah i neither have i (laughs) that's insane so you she really would only appear um at places like powwows or ceremonial grounds or, or things like that um is it because she's called or is it curiosity or has she been summoned is it is she kind of sort of like the uh bigfoot where she just you know what i mean like just appears or like what what do you think that is well i I can only speak from you know again from my creek my muskogee upbringing you know and what it was told to me about her story you know again these things they come around Indian functions, you know, to to take away Indians, you know, because they're mad, you know, because, you know, they were cursed that way. And it's revenge for them, you know, and that's what I was told. You know, that's why they do those things. But, you know, those other tribes, you know, they say they go after you know, I guess how you say, uh, wild, wild guys, you know, ones that want to just sleep around and beat up on women and, you know, stuff like that, you know, and, and so, you know, I don't know, you know, to me, it just depends on what area you're in and Mm -hmm. what true entity it is. Cause I, I, I believe that, you know, even though they all have stories about the same being, they're all a little bit different. And so I, I, my understanding, my little understanding with my little knucklehead, you know, uh, I think, you know, they are different. You know, just like you and I, we're all different. Mm-hmm. You know, they might be the same species or same entity, but, you know, they have different personalities, different desires and needs and hatred as well. Mm-hmm. That was that movie. Is that movie uh, different than that movie was made by real full blooded? I don't know. No, I'm just kidding. No. Full blooded ones too. I'm telling you. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> so there's a movie called Is it Dear Lady or Dear Woman? Dear Woman. Dear yeah. Woman. There's a movie called Dear Woman and. I was wanting to watch it, but Amazon. Or is like a is it a is it a movie or is it like a part of a season? It's part of like a television series called Masters of Horror. Yeah, that's what it was on. It was like this actual Deer Woman thing, and then yeah. there was the Masters Masters of Horror. There was like two things of it though, and I was like, but it just said season one, episode one on both, and I was yeah. like, what? It was directed by John Landis, the guy that did uh, Animal House and. Uh, he directed that? Yeah, and American Werewolf in London, and, you know. I thought it was a pretty cool movie. I seen it, you know, a while back, and uh, from what I recall, you know, it it didn't go on these, like, traditional stories. You know, of course, I, I, it was more Hollywood, you know, type 
mm-hmm. you know, thing. But, of course, you didn't have no named actors in there. They were, you know, I guess B actors, I guess. And yeah. nobody that you would recognize, even though this movie was old. But I thought it was pretty cool. You know, one, it was is it was actually uh, one of these beings that you heard stories a lot of stories about and that's what i thought was cool and and the character that played the deer woman she was very pretty you know she she to me that was that was the deer woman because when she showed up you know she had all the elements of deer woman that you hear about she's the most beautiful one and and the only thing i had a problem with was she wasn't all deer or or all Deer woman, you know, because they said describe her as half woman, and then the bottom part is deer. Mm-hmm. This woman, when she went buck naked, she was all woman. So <laughs> I was, I was wanting those hooves and you know those hairy legs and all that other kind of crazy stuff. But you know, so uh, she never turned into like anything. It was just straight up a girl. No, uh, when she would kill, kill them, you know, of course. They would show her attacking that guy, and then you would see her going away, or you'd see a deer, you know. And, oh, really? Yeah, so oh. it was kind of like in your own imagination, you know, that you seen her as deer woman. And I think the first scene, I, I think she killed a, a truck driver at one of these truck stops, and they found him dead inside uh, his uh, diesel truck. And uh, they didn't know the door was totally kicked off, and and it looked like you know they said it looked like hoof prints, you know, that kicked that door open, and they didn't know what happened, what that guy was doing with the deer, and you mm-hmm. know, it was going, mm, no, <laughs> what are you doing with that deer in there, boy? No wonder he's dead. No. <laughs> so the police was trying to figure it out, you know, and. Uh, Again, it was it was kind of a crazy scene, but then you start seeing that character and what she was doing. You know, she was showing up at the casinos and McDonald's and all all kinds of places in that movie, and you knew who she was. And you know, she didn't talk very much. You know, she just kind of shook her head. And hmm. Those guys kind of she was going after these guys that were you know just looking up for no good you know and she was picking those guys out and only one that she got that i didn't think was a bad guy was a, the police officer the black police officer mm-hmm. but uh i guess he was still a player so in her <laughs> eyes he was no good <clears throat> so i'm gonna teach him a lesson <clears throat> he's gonna get the hoof <laughs> so you know you ain't gonna be bad after you get that hoofed no <laughs> <laughs> no, I did order it off uh, eBay, and uh-huh. uh, I don't know. Still has not come in. I got. I had to haggle it anyway because I think I found it for like five bucks. But it said or best offer, which should be open, you know. Mm-hmm. So I had to do some haggling. It's mm. just in my blood. What did you offer? Like ten? <laughs> well, I offered three. We settled for four. <laughs> 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 but then that that mailman, it comes slow. Man. Well, the ending of that movie is really cool, I think, you know, the way they ended it. You know, of course, it's more Hollywood, but at the end, when they supposedly killed her, you know, you, you get an image of her not being gone. You know, she mm. just 
just moved on. So to me, that was just pretty awesome, awesome movie. I liked it, you know, and I know a lot of people's going to say, ah, the acting, you know, sucked and, you know, all this. And, but, you know, the story was pretty good and mm-hmm. they did have Indians in there, but, uh, you know, of course they weren't no lead, lead actors or anybody keen, but, you know, they, they did have a few Indians in there. Matter of fact, yeah, they had a few Indians in there, so. We have to look that up and see if there was a native <clears throat> consultant on that on that movie because sometimes they have those, you know, mm-hmm. uh, just to kind of. Well, I'm trying to like get the story as close as they can, but I mean it's Hollywood, so they're gonna. Yeah, they they yeah. got to push it anyway, you know, kind of. To me, I still consider it an Indian movie. You know, I know a white guy made it, but you know, to me, I looked at that movie and I said, "Man, that's an Indian movie." So I was. I, I really like that movie, and and again, you know, if if you're out there and you, you're native, I tell you, it's a must see. You know, you ain't seen it, then you ain't native. No. <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe I have to cover that one. <laughs> I know it's on YouTube. I should have just rented off that, but I thought I could get off watch it on here. But I think you guys will like it. You know, again, it's a, it's a pretty good, pretty good movie. You know, it's only an hour long, right? Yeah, it's yeah, not very it's not long. Very long mm-hmm. I, don't, I don't even think it's an hour long. I think really? maybe, maybe 40 minutes, 45 minutes. And, and she's gone. Like that, <laughs> boy, but. You know, the, the thing I liked about it, you know, I showcased it up where I worked, you know, a few years back. And um, dang, you know, all those Indians had stories, you know, about, you know, seeing her or, or, Hooking up with her, no. But <laughs> live to tell the tale. Some of them called her ex. No, that's my ex that you talking about right there. She took everything I had. No, even my dog. They said no. <laughs> but uh, no, uh, you know it, it. You got a lot of cool stories when you know. Again, when Indian folks see something like this, you know they were. I don't care who makes it or what. They're going to consider that an Indian movie. And that's what these guys did, you know. And I had a full house that came to watch this. We just did it for, you know, community event. And uh, I wish they would let us do that again. But, you know, I know you can't really do that right now, you know. And yeah. So, you know, it was a, it was a pretty cool time because, you know, afterwards, again, you had Indians want to tell their story. And, you know... Um, I'll tell if you got time. Or yeah. I got I got another story. You know, uh, growing up, you know, uh, you know, creeks. You know, our our dances they start at midnight. You know, and they go till the sun comes up. But you know, a lot of times they'll have like a a break. You know, uh, around th- two or three o'clock, and they'll feed everybody. You know, and and uh, also take care of a few other things, but. Usually, you know, a lot of times if you're a visitor at one of these grounds, you know, a lot of, a lot of people, you know, leave during that, you know, first break, you know, after they eat, you know, and, you know, on all these ceremonial grounds, they're long, down long, dusty roads. And this particular story happened uh, in that Cromwell area. And, um, they said this uh, individual was leaving. It was a long dirt road to get to the main road, and and him and his family, you know, was on one of those 
old, uh, I don't know, I guess they call, I don't know if they called them Suburbans back then, but, you know, you look kind of like an old Suburban today, you know, it's got that long back, and all the kids were back there, and all the folks were up where the AC was, you know, kids had to suffer, you know, <laughs> I'm speaking that and because I know, no, <laughs> uncle get too, too cold, and he wants to turn that AC down, but he don't know, in the back it's still 102 <laughs> degrees, you know. But anyway, I'm not gonna hold hold that or say nothing about nobody. No, I'm just kidding. But uh, anyway, they said you know they was cruising down that dirt road and they started seeing those kids start hollering, you know, saying they seen something running with the with the truck or that suburban, and you could see it in the tail lights, and uh, it ran with them almost till they got to the main highway. And back then, they didn't have phones or cameras or, you know, videos, you know, like we do today. But, you know, everybody in that car, you know, said that they seen her. You know, she was running that fast to keep up with that truck and then finally went a different direction towards when they got close to that main road. And so, you know, uh, I've heard similar stories like that, not only from you know creek country but you know i've heard you know like a lot of these dances that they used to have you know out in the country and nowadays most most of them are all uh, just how you say not ceremonial anymore they're just powwows mm. and so you know they're in town at the community center you know uh, so you don't have those long dirt roads anymore so Anyway, I always thought that was pretty cool because I've heard stories that, you know, she was running up beside their, their truck and she left handprints, you know, on their truck or, you know, stuff like that. And and people swear up and down they seen her, you know. And, and uh, I know uh, a lot of times a lot of those uh, off tribes or other tribes, I guess you might say, would would tell individuals to, you know, keep, you know, cedar in your car or, you know, sweet grass, you know, whatever those guys use, you know, to keep those kind of things from, you know, doing that to you, running beside your car or, you know, following you like that. Because sometimes they might follow you all the way home, you know, and uh, that keeps them from also, I was told, you know, from calling you calling you back so anyway i always heard stories like that and i always thought that was you know pretty cool and you know i know uh i heard some kiowas have stories too about her and and um you know like i said there's a there's a lot of tribes out there that have uh stories about her and um i i you know if you ever had an opportunity you know to uh I know you had mentioned before to have callers, you know, kind yeah. of call in, you know. See, that'd be a good time to have, you know, some of these other tribes kind of tell their versions or their experience. Because I know, you know, growing up, man, that was that was the ideal story to hear, you know, something about, you know, Dear Woman or, you know, some of these other entities that you don't hear about today, you know, too much. And, and I was always shocked, too, that, you know, there's a lot of natives that haven't even heard of, you know, her. 
And I'm like, golly, some like, but th- then again, I go and I ask people, you know, I said, I always ask them, you know, what, what, what are the things that you guys believe, you know? And so I, I could probably see that, you know, people might be shy to ask or to tell or, or whatever. Yeah. When uh, Reservation Dogs aired that episode with Deer Woman, I I think you did too. I got so many questions <laughs> from everybody. Like, okay, explain that. Like, even from tribe. Like, we uh, was it uh, Ian? Yeah, Ian Navajo. <clears throat> he didn't know. He didn't he know, didn't what, know what, was. what it was. I don't think. Uh, and that's right. What... Potato Boys. I don't think they knew what it was. I think James did because he's he's been here in okay. Oklahoma. Did Mac know what that was? I don't think Mac did. Yeah. Steven didn't either. Yeah. Well, what cracked me up about that, you know, that like you're talking about that Deer Woman movie, you know, she kind of fit the the image of Deer Woman. And I'm not saying anything bad about that actress that that played Deer Woman on Reservation Dogs, but I'll say she just didn't look like Deer Woman to me. You know, you know what I mean? I'm just I'm I'm just saying, you know, I'm not yeah. making you know I'm just saying when they say deer woman, they say the most beautiful Indian woman out there. You know, Indian woman mm-hmm. out there. You know, she's got Indian features, you know, and she's got that that uh how some of those tribes say she's got that maca, that medicine, you know, that that uh to, that draws you, you know, and tices you. You know, and I, I don't, you know, I know uh, they try to do their best and stuff, but I was just kind of, I thought, if you go back and watch and you think about Dear Woman, mm-hmm. you know, the stories of them defining her or, or, you know, describing her, I just didn't think she was the Dear Woman. You know, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. But you got the hooves. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> God. When she's walking across that floor. Dang, I know. that convenience store, walk up to that, <laughs> that toilet, stall. That stall. Give him that toilet paper. God. <laughs> I tell you. I was like, yeah, dang. <laughs> that got me. <laughs> That's a story. <laughs> In the bathroom one time. <laughs> <need> toilet paper. <laughs> oh, but you know in that series, she's coming back. If she's, like you said, if she latched onto him somehow. I think she'll be back in that series. Yeah, I wish they'd do a spinoff with that that character, Big. Yeah. Where he would do paranormal stuff. Yeah, yeah. Because he's into that. Conspiracies and paranormal and even he was talking about Bigfoot and stuff. Yeah. And then when West Duty was making those little miniatures, he was talking about the LPs. Yeah. And then, but I wish they would do, maybe, maybe they can't though because it's like too scary, I guess. Like, yeah, because we gotta do we gotta do this in the daytime. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like I said, man, that was like the the two things I got asked most about Res Dogs was Deer Woman, and then um, uh, the eyes on the owl being blurred out. Oh yeah, on that I, I got that. asked about that a lot, and then I guess everybody sort of knew about Tall Man, or they just knew mm-hmm. it was Bigfoot, but um. I don't know. They didn't really know everything. You know, he preys on negativity and things like that. But mm-hmm. um, anyway, so yeah, Dear Woman was certainly a hot topic there for a while. And mm-hmm. I got a lot of questions about it. And I, I just explained it, the, like you said, the best I knew how. 
Yeah. You know, but the my, th- thing I wanted to kind of mention, if it's okay, you know, uh, if it's all right with you guys, you know, uh, is the, um, like, like I was telling you that original story, the first story that I told, you know, uh, seeking revenge and a lot of those guys would use that call upon her to seek revenge, you know, against somebody. And to me, you know, hearing those kind of witching stories when they would invoke her to come and do things, you know, one, you know, when I first heard stories like that, you know, I thought, well, revenge and, you know, they always had, they always used to have an old saying, you know, you have white man's laws, then you have Indian law. And that, that means, yeah, that white man might get away with it in white man court. That's all right. But now he's going to be tried by Indians in an Indian way. And so that's where you start having these type of entities coming, coming around and doing what they do best. And so, you know, I think people forgot that element of the dear woman or dear people. Because this was one that you would call, call upon. They had a uh, incantation, as they say, to put it on someone. And I think that part of the dear woman, I'd love to see somebody make a movie out of that. Mm-hmm. You know, that aspect of her, you know, but, you know, again, you know. I know I'm out there sometimes, so. <laughs> Have you seen that movie Antlers? Oh, yeah. I love that movie. Well, I thought that was going to be about Dear Woman, but it was about the uh, Wendigo? Wendigo. Okay, yeah. yeah. Yeah, when I seen Antlers, though, it was like three years ago, and it had those antlers, and I was like, is this a is this a Dear Woman movie? And then, dang, it got delayed, and COVID hit, and I was like, man, this is never going to come out. <laughs> And then finally, it came out over the over the fall, I think, in September. We went and seen it. It was pretty good. Yeah, it was short. It felt rushed. Like I wish there was more to. It just felt like it was really rushed and like, oh, let's get it out there. <laughs> like that Wendigo character, though, or that Wendigo spirit, I should say, mm-hmm. uh, not character, but spirit. You know. That's got a lot of history, and there's a lot of stories, you know, about that. Was know? that kind of accurate, like that movie? Um, pretty much. Because I don't know too much about that yeah, either. You know, again, that was uh, Hollywood. It was all Hollywood up, you mm. know. But you know, they had uh, uh, way back in the early 1900s, they had that phrase "Wendigo psychosis," you know, and that was what they would deem you back then if you were you turn you you were practicing cannibalism mm-hmm. you know and so that where that phrase came from was from the wendigo of course but it it that character uh, man that there's a lot of history and a lot of things i can say about that but the bottom line of that wendigo is you know he he's an evil spirit you know and he cut causes you to one to eat your loved ones and then end up killing yourself you know that's that's the ultimate thing and 
you know, the spirit never dies. So even if you're possessed by it after you die, it doesn't die. It just moves on to another host. Mm. And, you know, again, you know, these are real things. Even, you know, I want to also emphasize even, you know, people laugh about that dear woman. But again, you know, like I said, that, that aspect of, people calling her to do things you know i don't know maybe that's a lost art nowadays or what but you know way back then you know when these people had things and knew things and had the power to call these you know that was a whole different ball game but getting back to your original question you know i thought for far as the hollywood portion of it you know i thought they kind of did you know it decent but it could have been a lot better you know i would have liked to have seen more natives yeah you know even graham green in that movie you know he kind of act like he he didn't know at first you know he's in there doing the investigation but those old indians would have known right off the bat so okay i'm out here yeah you know, they wouldn't have stuck around and you know waited till that look that that teacher come to him and bro- broke it out for him no he would already known you mm-hmm. know these are the signs, you know, guys starting to eat people, you know, what else you needing to know? No. <laughs> <laughs> was he just a person? I can't remember if he was a, was he on the cop horse or was he just a person that they, they seek, I guess. Who's that? Graham Greene. Oh, oh, um, I think he was a cop or he was a retired cop or the old sheriff or something like that. Something like that. Yeah. I can't really remember what he was. But see, you know, you know, I think he could have been more helpful. True. Yeah. He was just in like three scenes. Really? At the end, he finally broke out that book. Yeah. This is what y'all looking at. He said, it can't be, that little white boy couldn't be doing that. You know? He said, I don't know. No. I thought, man, that movie's crazy, but I liked it. You know, one, it was, again, another native. To me, it was still a native movie because yeah. yeah. it had native theme all through it. Now, I'm just waiting for that real native step forward that's got that cinematography, you know, can get in there and really make one of these stories, like, for real. Yeah. And uh, I've always said this, you know, Indians, we've got some of the most eerie, scary movies. I mean, to me, it's it's almost made for Hollywood. Yeah. You know, if you could put special effects to a lot of these Indian stories, man, it, people wouldn't be sleeping at night. Yeah. You know, so anyway, I I don't know. I'm maybe it's because I I favor it. You know, but I I truly like these stories, and you know. You know, I'll, I'll hear stories from, you know, overseas, you know, from Scotland, Ireland, you know, some of these entities that they believe. Mm-hmm. And, you know, again, I think, dang, those are like Indian stories right there, you know. And, you know, to me, you know, I, I, I'm I'm starting to see them not as Indian or this group or that group. I'm seeing them as ancient stories because if you stop and listen a lot of them have the similarities of each other, and mm. they're far across the water. Of course, they got different names for them, you know. But still, yet they're the same beings. So to me, that's that. To me, it uh, 
how you say, to me, it proves that these things are real, really out there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, you got to see it. Yeah, I have to check that out. Might have to just be our maybe when to go our next episode, if you want to do that or maybe I don't know what. Uh, I was gonna ask you what other movies are out there, like about native like native entities or something. Do you know of any more? He's got that Boogie Creek, got Deer Woman, Boogie Creek. God, <laughs> you mean Boggy Creek? No, it's a Boggy Creek. I think yeah. I don't know. I can't read either. No, <laughs> Booger Creek. <laughs> I, I was picturing that Bigfoot really boogieing, boy. getting it down. No, seventies outfit. Oh, got that feathered like hair. I'm not. Look like Saturday Night Live at the grounds. God. <laughs> 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 But no, to answer <laughs> your question, uh, <laughs> uh, I'd have to really think on that one. But, you know, again, you know, like I was saying, you know, some of these are, are, are across the board. You know, you can say they're Indian style movies, you know, uh, for example, Annabelle. You know, uh, I've been posting some pictures about haunted dolls on my Facebook page. I seen that one yeah. you posted. <clears throat> I do have a story about a haunted doll. But I kind of want to save that for when we, yeah, do that one. And so you know, I think you know Annabelle's a, a good movie. You know about that doll. You know and how it how it was possessed and you know all this other stuff and and uh, if you know some of those old stories. You know, a lot of tribes, they've had stories like that. You know, for example, you know, Kachina dolls. Mm-hmm. That was my story. <laughs> yeah. That, that's probably one of the prominent ones. But, you know, the five tribes, they had them too. Well, a lot of tribes, they had stuff like that. You know, kind of like a, I don't want to call them voodoo dolls. But when they would bring them to life, they were out to do no good. They were out to punish someone. And is basically the same thing putting a spirit whether it was human form spirit or an ancient spirit into that doll you know and have it to do evil and uh so that's what i liked about annabelle you know and i know that one indian at all but you know i was sitting there when i first seen that you know i was like dang you know it made me think of this story and that story and all kinds of other things, and even like uh, Mothman, you know, that Mothman oh, movie. Yeah. You know, they got a lot of stories, you know, kind of similar to that. You know, uh, there was one um, that some of the tribes believed, you know, this, this person was cursed to be half eagle and half human, and it was because he did bad things. And he ended up capturing uh, a young girl, and and this uh, young man, you know, uh, it was his like his. Uh, I, I don't know what you say. Back then, they had kind of arranged marriages, mm-hmm. but you know, that was that was his, and he was broken hearted when this thing took her. 
and he began to cry, you know, and ask the creator, you know, you know, he could, he would do anything to get her back. You know, he kept crying like that, crying like that, didn't eat, didn't drink anything, no water, no nothing. And he kept, you know, crying to God, to the creator, you know, for help. And the creator heard his cry and he sent Stajapko. And Stajapko came and showed him how to find her and how to kill that thing. And so, you know, to me that's an amazing story, you know. And I think about that Mothman, you know, and I'm thinking, man, maybe he was something that, you know, maybe missing on something he didn't wasn't supposed to and he got cursed, you know, and that's the way he is. I don't know. But then I've always always heard, you know, good stories of that Mothman too, that, you know, he showed up and tried to warn people about this bridge falling in and no of course nobody was listening to him and mm-hmm. you know, bridge fell in, kill kill everybody, but you know, there are good stories about him too. So to me it makes sense, you know, because a lot of these Indian entities again they had good and they had bad. So yeah. I don't know. Is that the one you're talking about with Richard Gear? The Mothman prophecies, or is there another one? No, I think that all I remember I seen this one Mothman movie a long time ago and and I think that's what it was about, him. I think he was trying to warn people something. Mm-hmm. They seen, seen they, Yeah. I don't know who all was in that movie, but there was one with Richard Gere in it. But they didn't like I thought it was like they're gonna show Mothman. I was young and then I seen it in theaters and and it was just him like I think he was the reporter or something. I don't know. It's, I gotta watch it again, but he's like going. He went to that town and he starts like noticing like signs, I guess, and then like like that thing's trying to like connect with him somehow. And he, I don't know, I think he's like he thinks it's like messing with him, but all in all, like he starts like putting these clues together, and I think he figures out like the bridge is gonna fall or something, but it's already like way too late, and then it just like. Oh, spoiler alert, but it's way too late, <laughs> and then everything just kind of happens, but there's one scene that's like, you can probably look it on YouTube, but he's in a hotel room, and his, his phone starts ringing, mm. and it's like supposed to be the Mothman, mm. and no one answers or anything when he answers it, mm. so it's that part's pretty crazy. Mm. You know, they have uh, movies about skinwalkers, you know, like, mm. they have... I don't know. I watched them, and man, they're super cheesy. But mm-hmm. you know, again, I don't know who gave them the the story or you know the philosophy. I think they tried to you know kind of stick to those skinwalker type stories. But you know, again, I you know, again, I'm not Navajo or Pueblo, you know, so I don't know if they're happy with it. But you know, again, I seen that skinwalker movie, and I'm like, I don't know. There's like three or four of them out there and I don't know I one of them I thought was pretty good they just need better actors story was pretty tight mm-hmm. but they had an old Indian man in there or he was supposed to be an Indian man but he knew he wasn't Indian so <laughs> <laughs> he's supposed to be some full blood kind of Indian and I'm like dang that guy looks like I don't know look like that guy that works at snacking pack <laughs> 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 what in West Indian one with like 
I think wasn't West Duty in one? It was like a three part. I thought he was. Oh yeah, oh, that, that, the yeah, cop? yeah, that yeah. one. That, that one was pretty good, but you never yeah. seen the actual Skinwalker. Yeah, in that one. yeah, that's one thing I didn't like about that one. But yeah. other than that, that had a lot of Indians. It was good. Yeah, yeah, that Skinwalker movie was pretty good. These other ones, you know, I don't know who made those or what, but that one was one of yeah. my favorite too. That Skinwalker with uh, with Studi in it, and uh, even had uh, what's his name that um, Saginaw Grant. Yeah. And uh, second of all, man, he was all cool, you know. I thought, I thought man, that guy, no. But <laughs> he's real Indian in that one. But anyway, <clears throat> that was a pretty cool movie. But yeah, those other four uh, Skinwalker movies, you know, you could tell because you didn't have, well, they were supposed to be Indian characters, but they didn't look Indian. So I don't know, maybe they were, I don't know, one of these tribes that are like that. I don't know. Mm-hmm. But uh, anyway, I said, dang, that guy looks like a stink guy. But, <laughs> <clears throat> like that one, you know. You, you all know. No. <laughs> you know. Y'all know who I'm talking about? No, it's good. But, <laughs> but oh, and they have a Dogman uh, movie. Oh, really? I think there's like two or three of those. I what? And there's one... That I seen a while back, uh, I want to say like early early two thousands, and that one was kind of all right. But those other two, I mean, they're just it's just kind of you know way out there. But I don't know who made any of those movies. I don't even you know. I think that you can see them on Amazon. I think. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, but you know, again, to me, that's. Those are Indian stories, but, you know, of course they're not. I don't know if they're even directed by Indian hmm. folks, but Whoa. Th- none of them have, like, you know, any name actors in there that I know of. Like, they might, but mm-hmm. I don't know. But you watch them and check them out. And... Yeah, I have to check them out. Oh, i seen the clip of that one you are talking about, that Bigfoot movie, that Primal one. Primal Rage. Primal oh. Rage. i seen oh. a clip of it on YouTube and... You he's need, like he's very tactical. Yeah, you and need to watch it. Like, you need to watch axes. that. You need to watch that, man, because he he goes super warrior in that movie, man. He, he takes him out. He has bows. And yeah, arrows, he had bows. And tomahawks, and he had this uh, wooden mask Man. that mm-hmm. made him look like a tree. And I was like, dang, that, that is awesome. Yeah, you know, to me that was. I mean, I know. The stories that I know, you know, he's nothing like that. But just to see him like that, I mean, he was like a superhero character. Yeah, man. like uh, <laughs> I thought, dang, Star Rambo. It kind of, <laughs> it kind of reminded me of Predator because yeah. of that mask and the way he was moving and just had all these weapons. Like <laughs> he was like going crazy, and he'd go, he'd go brutal yeah. on those guys. I mean, he was brutal, and I'm yeah. like, he just walk up to him like, what? You want some me? No. <laughs> We got, don't know me? No. we got a problem here? We got a problem here? We got a problem? I thought, man, that was, that was probably one of my favorite Bigfoot movies that isn't really about Bigfoot. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, like you said, Rambo, yeah, Rambo. Rambo and Bigfoot put together. <clears throat> I yeah. said, dang, that was awesome. <laughs> That there and really pumped me up, man. I was out in the woods playing around, just trying to hide out like that guy. But 
<laughs> you need to check out Exists. That's the one I was talking about. It was made by, it's kind of like the same, uh, well, it was made by the same people that did Blair Witch. Mm-hmm. And they did like a Bigfoot movie. It's like, it's like your basic, these people, these young, young brats, I guess, that are coming to this old cabin. And on the way there, they hit a Bigfoot or they hit something. And then the whole movie, this Bigfoot, like, terrorizes this cabin. And, of course, they're all out in the middle of nowhere. Their cell phones don't work. They have meager supplies. Da-da-da-da-da. Well, the end of the movie... Well, I, I don't need to tell you the end of the movie. Yeah, okay. sure. So the end of the movie, the reason why the Bigfoot has been, like, um, terrorizing them the whole time is because at the beginning of the movie, the one they hit with their car was, like, a kid Bigfoot. Mm. And so they like stumble upon this mom, like burying the little one. And like, it's all found footage too. So like, it's, it's like Blair witch. Where it's yeah. Like, <clears throat> like everything's like through the, through a video camera. Yeah. Now, now yeah. that you mentioned that, I did see that one. Yeah. That's was pretty good. Out. I like the end, you know, where he, he's up crying to that Bigfoot, you know? Yeah. Put that gun down. That Bigfoot just looks at him and walks off on that bridge. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's a pretty cool movie. I've seen that one, too. But it's not like that one that Russell (laughs) Gang. That that, that Bigfoot was, man, he was was warrior status, boy. I think think they gave him a song like that, boy. One of them old songs about him. Man, that was king. Man, that was awesome, boy. That big was straight up Indian. <laughs> Full-blooded right there, boy. Oh, my God. Yeah. I had to look up something on that movie, and that video popped up. Yeah, you need to watch that, man. <laughs> I, want, I need to watch it. Well, yeah, we all got to You need to watch that today, watch man. That. Well, turn it on right now. Boy. We'll watch it right now. Man. I'm telling you, that movie's bad, boy. <laughs> Uh, it's probably more entertaining than Boggy Creek or Boogie Creek. <laughs> Boogie Creek. No. <laughs> you know, when I first seen that one that you're talking about, uh, Russell, the one that you're talking about, I, I was, man, I was blown away when I first seen that. I was like, man, are you serious, man? He's making those weapons and terrorizing people. And I said, man, that's that's too much. <laughs> They need to make a two, number two out of that movie, boy. I seen the ending of it. It doesn't it looks like they would. You remember the ending? Mm. I just looked I just went ahead and looked it up because I looked at that scene and I looked at another one and I looked at the ending. You got you hooked. I know. Yeah. I, I can't remember. I have to I have to rent that movie tonight though. I'll, I'll be honest. Let me tell you. Yeah, go ahead. So can we tell you? Yeah. So at the end, they kill that one, the warrior one, and then I think that girl kills him, and then all of a sudden, like, they get away or whatever, and that camera pans back to the woods, and there's, like, multiple Bigfoots oh, yeah. peeking from the trees with masks yeah. on. Yeah. 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 So I was like, hmm. Dang, there's a whole bunch of They're just of watching, them. yeah. So that's what reminded me of Predator 2. Um be quiet over there. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. No, in, in Predator 2, when Danny Glover killed that, um that predator mm-hmm. and then they all kind of show up out of mm-hmm. out of nowhere and he's like who's next like i wish Man. i wish that girl would have said that or that dude whoever killed that one and they started peeking out and he was like who's next 
<laughs> did, did you see who directed that or produced? That? I bet it was Indian, though. I know. No, it, no I, it had to be Indian. I didn't, I didn't see. I, I'll look it up, but I don't guarantee that's. It's, it's got to be Indian. Make that movie, <laughs> man. That, that movie was tough, man. <laughs> if y'all out there listening, y'all, what's the name of that movie again? I think it's Primal Primal Rage. Rage. Primal Rage. You guys need to watch that. You need to watch it tonight. <laughs> <clears throat> looking it up right now primal fear primal rage it looks like there might be a sequel primal rage the legend of conga was released in 2018 Whoa. and then primal rage the original was released in is that 88 no no that can't be right maybe Maybe The Legend of Conga is the original title. Yeah, it is. Okay. So I got to correct myself. The Legend of Conga was the original title, but it's also known as Primal Rage. Oh. And it was made by Patrick McGee. And he went on to do not a whole lot. <laughs> yeah. He probably didn't need to do nothing after that movie, man. That movie was bad, man. <laughs> Yeah, he was, he's pretty much done nothing after that. A lot of stuff I've not heard of. I think that's one of those that, you know, after you do that, and you just drop the mic and walk away. <laughs> My work you, here is done. I know, you can't do no, you, you can't top that movie. I don't care. I don't. And that, if I remember correctly, that movie don't have no major stars in that one no, either. No, I don't remember anybody from it. No. Dang, they even gave him a, a native name. It's Oma. Do you remember that in that movie? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Oma. Is that is that something that's real or is that? Yeah, 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 yeah. That's that's, a, that's real. Yeah, that's a real wow. real name for him. Somebody did their homework. Somebody did. I'm telling you, he that that guy's got to be Indian somewhere. <laughs> he's adopted in or his great grandmother's probably uh, full blood Cherokee. Yeah, something like that. He's <laughs> raised by Indians or. I mean, cause that that movie. I mean, you gotta see it. You gotta see it. I'm telling you right now. So. I'm going to Vintage Stock right now. See if I can find that movie, man. Like, I'm leaving out of here. I'm sure it's there. Yeah, I'm gonna go see if I can find it. They might have Dear Woman there too. Yeah, well, I just got the notification during this. Is you my got, Dear Woman ooh, was delivered? Ooh, yeah. See, so. she heard you. She did. Dang. She did. So luckily, we're doing this in the daytime. So. <laughs> Damn, de- delivering our packages. I know, that's what I'm saying. That we've been waiting on. That's weird. <laughs> <laughs> Is there a, a good deer woman? I mean, I guess I should say that really quick because you said there's, you know, in most native, there's good and bad. I mean, I guess depending on how you look at her, if she's killing bad people, is could that be looked at as... Yeah, that's what I mentioned, you know, earlier when I said, you know, there's that you have white man law and then you oh, have okay. yeah, Indian yeah. law, you know, and sometimes they have to call upon this being to uh, make a correction where, yeah. you know, nobody's going to correct this individual. And, uh, you know, again, you know, I was always told that, you know, a lot of these medicines were for good. It was man that turned them evil. So, mm-hmm. you know, I could see them calling them, you know, just to punish somebody, just to punish them, you know, so, but it doesn't make that entity, 
I mean, super bad because you're asking for it. Right. To do certain things. It's so. just all perspective. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So to me, when I heard those stories about, you know, when they couldn't get no justice from nowhere else, that's, yeah. you know, they called upon her to do that for them. And, and so to me, I don't know if you consider that good or, or what, but I, I know if someone, you know, if I was in their their situation, maybe you know, killed a loved one of mine or something. I don't know. Maybe right. maybe it justifies. I don't know. But right. you know, who's to say? You know, until you, until you're in those people's shoes, do you know? You know, can you judge them? You know, what they're doing, what they're not doing. You know, so I don't know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> All right, boys. What do you think? It was good. It was fun. <laughs> Where are we at? Four hours. No, no I'm just kidding. No, hour and a half. That's good. That's good. Yeah. Uh, no. Uh, we'll have to figure out what we're going to do next time. Yeah. I just say, but oh, Chris, for all those stories, man, that that's that sends shivers up your spine for sure. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Make yeah. your hair stand up. <laughs> Well, I sure appreciate you guys, you know, uh, asking me to come down. You know, uh, I really like doing this. And, you know, I also want to, you know, commend both of you guys, you young guys, you know, doing something for Indians, you know, for natives, you know. And, and uh, I, I've listened to both of your podcasts and hearing the guests that you guys have and, you know, uh, uh, the things that you guys are doing, you know, uh, bringing light to people that don't that don't have, you know, no venue to be heard. And you guys are giving that to Indian folks. And for that, you know, I know the creator is going to bless you guys. I know this is probably a tough job for you guys to do and, and seems monotonous and maybe there's no, no results that you, you see, but I'm, I'm just telling you right now, you know, from what I've seen from your shows or listening to them and you guys are giving people some some good information you're, you're spotlighting people that n- normally wouldn't get spotlighted you know even like me you know i'm a nobody you know and you guys giving me this opportunity i appreciate that you know and i say mado and you know hope god blesses you tenfold for for the things that you guys are doing you know and i just wanted to say that much to y'all i appreciate that yeah i appreciate that too yeah, yeah yeah it's uh it's been fun like it's been a fun ride starting this whole thing and it's just like just got to keep going keep pushing but yeah. like i don't know we just kind of just kind of because like we're into scary stuff <clears throat> and then we just kind of just thought of like well let's maybe try another podcast <laughs> you know with like real native stuff or whatever yeah and so, you know, I think it's awesome that you enjoy coming here, you know, driving here and talking with us and letting us know, like, right from wrong. And, you know, because we hear stuff all the time, but we don't, like, know, like, the actual, like, maybe the actual, like, the real thing of it, I guess. You know, and then, and I just remember, like, chilling with my uncles and aunts at my house and just hearing, like, these scary stories and stuff, but... I haven't had that in a long time, so it's cool to just sit here and, like, just kind of kick back and kind of, like, 
get that magic back, I guess, as a kid, you know, because like hearing your experience, I was like, oh, God. <laughs> then the doorbell rang. I was like, oh, God. <laughs> then your package got delivered. My package got delivered. I was like, oh. <laughs> She's in my phone. A lot of coincidences today. Yeah. Very crazy. But, but uh, yeah. But thank you, Chris. Like, I appreciate those words. Um, and I've known you for a long time, man. Like, I can't even count. What, 50 years? No. Nah. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. 70 years? <laughs> no. No, but, like, you've always been cool. You've always been nice to me. And we've always just kind of, every time it's like we just meet up and just joke around. <laughs> <laughs> like like no, like no time has ever passed yeah. like so and it's always like a good a good friend to have a good family member you know i mean like it's just like it's not it's never awkward you know mm. and it's like and so i don't like have you prior have you guys prior like met prior to this mm, mm. well like i said we know we have my aunt shonda oh. Oh yeah, and then Okima was my grandma, mm. and um, so I'd met you. You came to my school. You'd brought some oh, youth that's what you're out, about. Oh, yeah, yeah. but that was like a long time ago. Mm. And was it uh, American Horse? Nathan American Horse? Was it Nathan American Horse? Came uh, out and danced. Coleman. 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 Yeah, man, I always say Nathan Coleman American mm. Horse. He came out and danced, and you brought some uh, some drum a drum out. Mm. And so I'd met you just through that, and mm. then I think we lost touch because that was yeah. like way before. Man, that could have been before cell phones. <laughs> hey. Whoa, hey. I'm dating myself. Amazing. Yeah. <laughs> but like, I think I just lost touch with you yeah. over the yeah. years, you know. Yeah. Um, but anyway, so yeah, I'd met you prior. Mm. So when I, when Russell had you on the show, you know, back in October. I was like, man, I know him, you know, and <laughs> same thing, man. He was always cool and, you know, would talk. And so, but yeah, but that, yeah. like I said, that was 20 years ago, maybe, maybe not quite 20 years, but it was yeah. a long time, 15 at least, mm. you mm. know, so it was a while back. Yeah, I was, you know, like I said, uh, I listen to different podcasts, you know, uh, main thing I listen to is spooky podcasts, but also look at, you know, informative, you know, stuff, and, you know, again, you know, both you guys, you know, your podcast, you know, you guys are going over some good material, you know, and, and thought-provoking stuff, and, and some of your guests, you know, like I said, you know, are, are really uh, doing some good things in Indian country, and I, like I said, any other venue wouldn't give them that opportunity to talk about those things, or even understand some of the things that they're going through and and uh um i really like that one with uh what's that uh knife chief boy oh dennis dennis mm -hmm. yeah dennis you know i really like like you know the things that you know he he spoke you know about you know the you know in his career you know things the ups and downs and you know if you wanted to get into that career you know and uh you did a wrestler i believe um uh coco i think so mm -hmm. and uh that was a good one too you know and i, I really like that and I, I i cracked up at you know a lot of your other your uh some of those other ones you know uh what was that one that that jojo horse cheat oh jojo yeah yeah man i was busting up <laughs> laughing all through that you know and, 
I mean, that was <laughs> pretty crazy. And, you know, I, I've listened to, you know, your, uh, what is that, War Party. And, yeah, yeah. And, uh, but the, my favorite one is going over my relative, Will Sampson, you know, the yeah. one that you did. I, I really appreciate you, you know, doing that. I mean, it was good. You know, the information you gave was correct. And, and you know, it, it was just, to me, you know, very inspiring. You know, people forget you know, the things that he did, you know, for Indian folks in film and, and, and in the acting world. And so, you know, to me, you know, you guys going over this material, you know, I, I'm hoping more Native young people are listening to these podcasts, you know. And again, if you're out there listening, please get your youth out there listening to these podcasts because, you know, these guys are going over some phenomenal material with these these uh guests that they have and these guests that they have you know are, are prominent people in the indian communities that are doing good things and uh, to me it, that just speaks volumes you know you guys are leaders in this in this in this realm you know i i, I was telling some of my relatives you know that i'm on podcast they couldn't understand what it was and they say is it a tv show and you know, yeah i'm trying to explain to them <laughs> yeah. what it is and you know they still think it's on on the tv you know like, when you gonna be on tv guy so, i thought he's gonna be on tv <laughs> you know they start giving me a hard time old movie star over there you know supposed to be on tv i didn't even see him uh, uh, you know and so you know i know this is new stuff you know through indian country but you know i know a lot of a lot of people are starting to do these podcasts and you're starting to see them but i know they're not going to be like you guys you guys are doing some good ones so but oh but oh yeah thank you <laughs> thank you and we will think of what to do next one yeah any ideas how about I don't know. I, I, I like that Annabelle. I mean, you want to do the? I want to. I'd like, like to, paranormal. I, yeah, yeah, I can tell some stories about you know natives and haunted dolls. Cool. You know, how they do, I do use have, it for witching. Yeah, I have one story that I right. could share on that one. So, uh, if anybody has any stories they'd like to send in, let us know. Um, send your email or yeah, we could just do both emails. Yeah, yeah. Or even Chris. Send them all too. to Chris. No, no. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Honka Hill. I can't even read, guys. No. That's how old Indian I am. <laughs> so if anybody has any stories they'd like to send in about a haunted doll or maybe just a little paranormal story. I got a few from October that I can share. And I'll do that on the next one. But anybody out there has any experiences with paranormal or like haunted dolls? You can email me at russell.sunnegle88 at gmail.com. Or you can find me at scodencinema at gmail.com. Or you can, oh, and then also go like the, uh, hold on. I forgot what I named it. Because like on Instagram you have to, it, it has so many characters to name your page. Yeah. It's stupid. <laughs> Shout out to Instagram. <laughs> Shout out. <laughs> But go follow the new Instagram at Unsolved Reservation Mysteries. That's one word. Unsolved Reservation Mysteries. And Chris, uh, you want to tell where to follow you at? I uh, see you got a new 
Instagram. Yes, I just started this uh, <laughs> Instagram thing. I'm still learning it. You know, I, I really don't know what I'm doing on it, but uh, it's Christopher Honka Hill uh, on Instagram. You know, please follow me. You know, uh, I'm uh, doing some short uh, things to kind of show you where I've been. You know, a lot of these pictures that you're seeing is me from all different parts of you know the U.S. and you're going to see some from Alaska and, you know, different areas in Canada. So I, I'm going to highlight, you know, some of these places that I've been and hopefully maybe I can talk about some of those things, you know, on, on the show. You know, if you guys want to hear those kind of things, let me know. And uh, uh, I, I put some also information on there that I'm researching on, on, on doing some investigations and, and also other uh, haunts. So I'm going to start using that Instagram to put stuff like that on there. And I'm also got a few people lined up to tell some uh, history about some haunted places. And so I've got, you know, a couple people that I got kind of in mind. And so uh, one of them you might know is David Echohawk. Oh, nice. You know, and he's going to be on there and, uh, you know, kind of talk about, you know, those old Indian sign language type stuff and, and uh, kind of give some information about that, you know. So, uh, again, you know, if you want to, you know, uh, learn a little bit, like, I, you know, I, I don't know anything too much, so I'm doing my best to learn. So, again, you know, you want to check some of that stuff out on Christopher Honka Hill on Instagram. Nice. And then you can follow me at Oki Podcast on Instagram at Rustamus49. And yeah, I'm at Skoden underscore cinema uh, on Instagram. I got that Facebook page. <laughs> I got to pimp out that Facebook page. I got all the followers over there. If you want more content like you're hearing, we also do uh, native centric films and television shows. And, uh, yeah, we just sort of discuss representation and what that looks like for us uh, contemporary natives. Yeah. But, yeah, uh, thanks, Chris, for coming on. Thank you, Tyler, for hosting us. Yeah, but oh. Just kidding. (laughs) 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 I went along with it. (laughs) And once again, follow our new Instagram, Unsolved Reservation Mysteries. All right. Bye. Product of his mind, we're